and welcome. Welcome to the Armstrong Sim Show once again. Um, again, my uh, sincerest apologies for this, for that um, intro song. Truly terrible, truly awful, but I have nothing else. I have nothing else. So that's what we're going with. Um, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's let's jump right in. Um, I, I had one a listener, one listener emailed in, but just said I like the show. Didn't actually ask a question, so that was disappointing. But thanks for the thanks for the email. Okay, let's, let's jump in. Um, so a um, there's this lady who is an author called Rebecca. Or, or no, she's called Rebecca, but you know her name is Rebecca Mackay. That her name is you know that's that's usually how people say that. Not she's called, but anyways, <clears throat> her name is Rebecca Mackay, and she's an author. Okay, so she tweeted this is anyone made really uncomfortable these days by anyone wearing any kind of red baseball cap like i see one and my heart does some weird stuff and then i finally realized it only says titleist or whatever maybe don't wear red caps anymore normal people okay so just to be clear this lady is honestly calling for the banning of all red hats. Like she literally, not the banning, okay? She doesn't actually call for a legal ban, but she is saying, do not wear red hats anymore because it makes me uncomfortable. Because I, this was like literally, red was like the color of Nazis. Like, there was Nazism's main color. Yet nobody in America called for the color red to be banned during World War II. Like, literally, that was Nazism's, the Nazis' main color. And nobody called, because that's ridiculous. No one owned, you, no one owns a color. Like, you literally had no problem with wearing the color of Nazis, but you do have... A problem with wearing the color of Trump. I literally, I, I think, okay, I think it's safe to say at this point we've descended below, you know, rational human thought. Like this is no longer we're we're no longer dealing with fully sane people. Uh, you know, is, is that offensive? I, I don't really care. But the, the, these are these humans are not. We're not dealing with sane people right now. And, and, you know, this this is the same thing. It's kind of the same thing with colors. Like, the LGBTQ, LGBTQ, whatever, community, for some reason now, thinks they own the rainbow. Like, I, I saw this thing on Twitter where someone, like, realized that all the Chick-fil-A sauces, if you are all the colors of the rainbow... You know, it's a full color spectrum. Each one has a different color, but if you can put them all in line, it's a full color spectrum. And they say, man, Chick-fil-A just got exposed for being pro-LGBTQ. You know, well, you know, the rainbow existed before you adopted it. Did you, were you aware of that? Uh, you know, 
you know, actually the rainbow is uh, from the flood when God um, showed Noah the rainbow and said, this is a sign. Whenever you see this, you will know that I have made the promise that I will not do another earth destroying flood, which, you know, thank you for that. Um, but you know, now the left for some of the LGBTQ community, for some reason thinks they own the rainbow, which, okay. Yeah. You know, that, that's also, you can't own a color people. This was my color segment, making my rant about colors. You can't own a color. Okay. So that's, that's enough about that. Next, and now, so the next crazy thing that we have going on in the world, um, NBC tweeted this out um, on Wednesday. It says, blast the AC, question mark, cook a steak once a week, cook a steak, okay, I'm going to reread that, cook a steak once a week, question mark, where do you fall short in preventing climate change? tell us with climate confessions and then it has a link and i i did not believe this okay um but when you click on the link it brings up a website a a part of the nbcnews.com website where you can submit your climate confessions like literally it's essentially now now climate change is like a religion and now you the, instead of going and confessing your sins you 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 go on on the website and confess your sins to NBC News website okay this is this is where this is where we are it says on the website um climate confessions even those who care deeply about the planet's future can slip up now and then tell us where do you fall short in preventing climate change do you blast the ac Oh my gosh. Kill them. Kill the people who blast the AC. How dare they? How dare they blast that AC and then pay for it? Kill them. Okay. Do you throw out half your lunch? You know, this. Yeah. What the, what the, now this. It's shaming you for throwing out half your lunch. Okay. I grew up and I was always told. Once you're full, stop eating. Because you need to listen to you and your body's telling you you're full. Because once you stop listening to your body telling you it's full, then you will never be able to listen to it again. And then you'll just eat and eat and eat and get overweight. So you need to listen to your body. Your body's telling you stuff. So now uh, NBC News is telling you, uh, you know, just get fat. Just eat all your lunch, you know. Obviously. Okay. It says also, grill a steak every week? Question mark. Share your anonymous confession with NBC News. And then you can, there's a space where you can write a confession. Or you can view confessions. I'm literally just clicking on this right now. I'm just literally going to, I'm going to read these. Let's see. What are some people's confessions? This first one says, my school campus offers trash, recycling, and compost in the cafeteria. But I get anxiety and toss it all in recycling. Okay, what? I don't even understand that. So she, she, 
or he, I guess, technically, you can never tell these days, um, gets anxiety when looking at the different options of trash cans and tosses it all in recycling. And then, you know, you do, you, that's when you, you're doing better than me there. I look at all the options and I get apathy and I toss it all in the trash. So, you know what? You're doing better than me. So, you know, what? pat yourself on the back. Okay, this next one says, uh, this is also about food waste. Um, I need to be better about using all the food I buy. Try my best, but something always spoils before I get to it. You know what? That happens to the best of us, you know? You're, you're a terrible human, but, you know, you should just try a little harder. That's, that's, that's the key. Try harder. I personally have never had anything spoil. Never. Okay. Okay, this one is under plastics. It says... I try not to use plastic, but it's everywhere. I purify my own water and put it... Wait, wait, wait. I try not to use plastic, but it's everywhere. I purify my own water and put it into reusable containers. Full disclosure, I'm, this is literally the first time I'm reading these. So, But this one is not so much a um, confession as just a brag. I purify my own water and put it into reusable containers. Wow. How terrible. How terrible. What a horrible human being. I don't, this next one, I don't use plastic bags, but everything else I buy is stored in plastic containers. That person, you're the devil. Okay. Um, I was finding myself driving to all of my errands. This week, I began walking to as many as I can and have logged over 40K steps. You know, that that's just called being healthy. Um, I guess if saving the earth is, you know, your motivation for actually getting off your butt and doing exercise and, you know, okay, that is one of the few good things that, uh, climate change activism has done. Okay. Is getting you off your butt and making you exercise. Not because you want to be healthy. No, 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 no because you don't want your car to release that minuscule amount of whatever and destroy the planet. Yes, yes. These are good reasons. These are good reasons. Okay, this next person says, I recycle. Okay, you, you already beat me there. All right, but let's keep reading. But only to keep the trash volume to a manageable level. Okay, you know what? This is not a bad idea. I think I'm going to start doing this. This person recycles so they can have two trash cans. And so they... Don't have to take the trash out as often. Man, that is actually, you know what? I think I'm going to start recycling. No, you know what? Actually, I think I'm just going to start having two trash cans. Two trash cans. That way I can just take out two bags at the same time and, and take the trash out to the curb half the time. This, yeah, this is, thank you. You know, I'm, I'm getting great ideas. This website is worth something after all. Okay, you know what? I'm getting sick of this. That, that That's enough of that. Let's move on. So there's your daily dose of, um climate change religion um come back next week next time for more tips on how you can cleanse your life of the evil stench of capitalism okay um justin trudeau okay you know poor justin trudeau you know i mean you brought it on yourself but okay um still 
you kind of got to feel bad for him. I mean, you don't, but you do. I mean, this guy is getting, you know, brutalized. Is that a word? I don't know. Brutalized on Twitter. You know, um, you know, this is just, he literally is getting a taste of his own medicine. So for those out there who are wanting that, you know, you, you, you were, you were getting what you want. You were getting what you wanted. Um, here's one guy. I'm just going to read a couple. It's like two tweets that people are saying, Archie man. I mean, this guy's not popular or anything. I'm just, it's just the guy. He says, at the time Justin Trudeau was doing his racist pantomime, I was a brown kid with a turban just outside Vancouver facing fairly regular bullying. I can't imagine how demeaned I would have felt if one of my teachers had done that. And, you know, that actually is a good point. You know, okay, Justin Trudeau was in blackface, and, you know, that's bad. And he claimed he did it two times, and then, you know, I actually found out he did it three so, you know, that also was bad for him. Um, but this guy actually makes a good point. He was a teacher at a private school. He was a teacher when he did this. This was not like um, a crazy, you know, you know, he was 29. So there's there really no excuse, but... This is not like a, a late bloomer guy who's still, you know, out partying and he's just being an idiot. No, no, this is a teacher dressing like this at a school function. What on earth? So, you know, poor Justin Trudeau is just getting all this that he's been dishing out. He's just getting it all right back in his face, you know. And Matt Walsh um, from Daily Wire, he made a good point. He, how... He said, how on earth do you do what Justin Trudeau has done and just, you know, call people out on just the most minuscule things for being racist and just horrible human beings, knowing, full knowing that you have this in your past and that it will probably surface at some point. How do you do that? Not even just like the fact that he, you know, was so, you know, part of the cancel culture how do you do that knowing you yourself made mistakes in your past i i don't understand i actually don't understand you would think those the mistakes in your past would make you more forgiving but no okay so you know he he's just getting absolutely destroyed on twitter he just no 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 mercy for justin trudeau um, here's a message from a lady, um, Laura May Lindo. Also, never heard of this person, and I doubt she's important. But she says, if you wore blackface, don't tell anyone you wore blackface, and did so as an educator. It's hard to trust you leading anti-racism strategies for Canada, and no apologies aren't enough. This lady, you know, and people are. are have have seriously had enough of this guy and it's in i have to must admit it's kind of fun to watch i mean you feel bad for him but it's kind of fun to watch him just getting his own medicine right back in his face just right back in his face and no apologies aren't enough they you know they you know it's just it's what it's always been there's no there's no letting down the media is letting kind of pulling their punches but you know the people of canada are not
Um, apologies aren't enough. Basically, that means you're done. You're done. You know, get out of politics. You, goodbye, Justin Trudeau. Okay, that's that's enough of that. That's enough about Justin Trudeau. I don't, I don't even I don't even want to talk about Justin Trudeau anymore. Okay, on to Shane Gillis. So, in case you didn't uh, know, recently, I think this week, um, SNL hired a new cast member by the name of Shane Gillis. The man, once he was fired, like hours after the dude was hired, he was then exposed as someone. You know, the people who literally have nothing to do but sit around and just when someone new comes into the spotlight just dig just dig 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 until they find something bad in this guy's past and so i don't know who these people are and how they have the time to do this to just go find something somewhere this guy slipped up in the past i mean that's literally just like people sitting on their couch just doing this all day like i'm it's crazy but anyways it came out that um, actually pretty recently the guy made some pretty racist comments and you know honestly the, the you know there was a little much okay so the guy was fired and you know what I I must say possibly rightfully so although I don't agree with the, the I think the whole cancel culture is stupid but in this case I I, I can agree with and I, yeah. And I don't ever really get mad at these companies for doing these things, really, because from a business standpoint, if you keep the guy on, I mean, you're pretty, that's pretty, looks pretty bad for your, like for the majority of people, that looks pretty bad. So I I cannot say I blame the, I cannot blame SNL for doing this, for firing him. I can blame the nincompoops who started this whole thing, this whole cancel culture. Anyways, so according to uh, an article by um, from Variety, um, Series Mastermind, who just released that Series Mastermind, Lorne Michaels, okay, you know who Lorne Michaels is, was actively looking to cast a comedian for its new season who would appeal to more conservative viewers. Ah, yes. Yes, this is how, you know, I'll, oh, I'm going to, pass the blame off okay lauren michaels okay anyways let me continue reading this was meant to counteract the appearance of a liberal bias in the show which is you know it does have a liberal bias it has a really obvious liberal bias and they've been getting a lot of heat for that lately and uh lauren michaels you know claims see this is what he claims he was actively trying to you know maybe get some conservative viewers to watch by hiring a guy who would maybe appeal to them more so we hire shane gillis my problem with this is, of course, that this wasn't revealed until after the hiring and firing of Shane Gillis, which really makes you question the legitimacy of the story. Honestly, Lauren Michaels could totally just be saying this just to, one, make conservatives look bad, and two, and this is the main one right here, just to kind of get some of the blame off him. You know what? I was only doing it just to reach out to try to get conservative viewers you know i wasn't really i don't wasn't really a fan of this guy i was just trying to get conservative viewers okay you know i mean that's a brilliant move if this is what he's doing which i think it is but so that's what lord michael said and of course then everyone you know it's like how come when only when conservatives 
whenever conservatives are trying to be catered to, then that guy always ends up being racist. Like, okay, yes, come on. So, you know, that's a real good look for conservatives. Lauren Michaels, you know, I could, I could even, you know, it's a conspiracy theory and I don't, I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories, but it, I would possibly even believe that this whole thing was just a setup. They knew that that guy was there because this was not, this was an obvious, this was this dude's podcast that he did one year ago. And it was a pretty lengthy, it wasn't just like some obscure, like he went on about um, Asian people and Chinese people for a while. So I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of guy, but yeah, I would believe that this was, if you, if you told me, this was all set up. SNL knew this was going to happen and then they were just going to like, just to get in publicity and blame it on conservatives. I would buy it. Although, again, that doesn't, from a um, business standpoint, that doesn't really make sense. I mean, yes, you get publicity, but also, I mean, I guess they could totally just be accepting this, the whole conservatives are not even going to watch us. Let's just make... Let's just hire a guy so we can fire him, blame it on the conservatives, and the liberals will love us. You know, just we're just going to completely abandon the conservative um, demographic of the country. Maybe, you know, that, that could be what they're doing. I mean, probably not, but I would believe it. I would believe it. I would definitely believe it. Okay, so now let's move on to more fun, enjoyable things. Like... Robert Francis O'Rourke, yes, Beto O'Rourke, or Beto, or, uh, you know, who cares? Who cares? Um, so, if in case you haven't aren't caught up, um, Beto has been going around saying in his campaign because he's now he's currently running for president because um, nothing says man you should run for president like losing. A Senate race. Okay. So he's been going around, and pardon the language, but he's been going around saying, Hell yes, we're gonna take your guns. That's literally been that's literally been his his motto. Like he said that like numerous, numerous times. And also he's going to these he's having these talks with people and he's you know, having these forums and stuff and hosting people and letting people you know, he's going, he's doing around campaigning and he, the dude, you watch videos of this. The dude is regularly dropping cuss words, like heavy cuss words. It is really actually kind of shocking. But anyway, he's saying, yes, we're going to take your guns away. And so, um, recently, I don't know if you remember Joe Manchin, um, Senator from West Virginia, the, um, notable as the only Democrat to have voted for um, Kavanaugh, and um, which essentially got him reelected. You know, he is now he he had reelection because West Virginia went for Trump, voted for Trump. You know, and things were looking grim for him. He he actually saved he saved his career on that vote. So you know, it was in a, a good good political move. Um, okay, so. He said this about someone told him, you know, Beto, and he had comments about it. He said, this is a quote, Beto's one human being. He gave his own opinion, okay? I think it was very harmful to make it look like all the Democrats. I can tell you one thing. Beto's not taking my guns away from me. You tell Beto that, okay? 
I mean, the absolute savagery. This is a man, okay, whether he believes this or not, whether he actually believes what he's saying, and I think he does, but whether he actually believes this or not, the man knows the people in his state. The man knows who his voters are. The man is playing to his audience quite brilliantly, I must add. I mean, that is pretty savage. Just ripping into Beto. I also find it funny when Beto uses, he goes around and uses the term during my, during my presidency, you know, during my administration, and you just kind of start laughing. And also, um, you see, you watch the Democratic debates, and they're literally like, uh, Buttigieg or whatever is um, standing next to Beto on the stage and he's talking about like yeah we're going to take Texas back we're going to turn Texas blue yeah and everyone starts cheering and, and you know Beto's just standing there looking at him like okay ah, I tried that and that didn't go so well you know maybe you might not want to go down that path you know okay because honestly I will tell you if there was anyone I've ever seen who could win a Democrat who could win a Senate seat in Texas and beat Ted Cruz, it was Beto. I mean, the man ran a pretty flawless campaign. You know, he was pretty, very, very moderate. You know, very, everyone was like, you know, a charming guy. You know, he got so like 90% of college age kids, you know, love this guy. And, if there was anyone who was going to win in Texas, it was Abedo running for Texas Senate, and he didn't get it. So that has been attempted, and it didn't go so well. So I want you to tell Buttigieg that. Um, but he doesn't actually know what he's talking about. He's just repeating lines. He studied on flashcards before he walked down the stage. You know, isn't that what everyone's doing? Even Republicans, everyone does that politicians i you know and i'm gonna say this this is kind of off topic but i'm gonna say this how i've had this thought recently how is it possible that like every single politician is just like a slimy human being like how is it that like without fail they're just like terrible at being the spotlight you I mean you have a few who are like actually seem like charming human beings, but most of them just seem like like slimy robots. Like I don't understand. How is it that these people these are the best people we can offer up? These. How is it that these people who look like they have no idea what's happening right now? Look like they have zero like social skills or anything like they they are just ultimately unlikable these are the people really even though like i'm talking about democrats and republicans like like these people how how is it even possible like i don't get it like they're almost invariably politicians are just like what i i mean maybe that's what people like and maybe i'm in the minority but they all just seem like just really not great humans and not that they're not great humans. I'm not going to make a, I don't mean to make a statement on their character, but 
just like not very likable people. They just seem like, and I don't understand. I don't understand that. How is that? These are the people, and it, it always happens. Okay. Anyways, I, I've gone down that road. All right. Okay. So that's enough. That's enough of politics. That, that's about as much as one man can take in a day. Okay. So on to um, a movie. I'm gonna talk about movie. Talk about movies. One movie. A podcast, maybe. Who knows? I recently watched um, the movie Lilies of the Field. This movie came out in '63, and it um, stars Sidney Poitier. And um, here, let me just read you uh, a quick summary: An unemployed construction worker, Homer Smith, played by Sidney Poitier, heading out west, stops at a remote farm in the desert to get water when his car overheats. Yes, this is how the uh, um, plot gets going. The um, His car overheating and the water, I guess, technically. The water would be considered the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin is something that kicks off the story, but doesn't really have anything to do with the story. It's not really the point of the story, but it kicks it off. So he stops in the desert to get water when his car overheats. Um, the farm, and he stops at a farm. The farm is being worked by a group of Eastern European Catholic nuns who barely speak English, um, headed by the strict Mother Superior um, named Mother Maria, believes that Homer has been sent by God to build a much-needed church in the desert. And this was, this movie was nothing at all like expected it to be. It was actually really good. The singing was good. I mean, the singing parts were nice to watch and fun, but this it was... It was obviously fake. Like, painfully fake. But, you know, it was a nice, there were nice scenes. And, you know, the movie, uh, Sidney Poitier does an incredible, really, really, like, I was actually really shocked how, how well he, he did. Because it, it you can really tell, you know, when, when an actor is just, like, really, really good, you know, they just really jump out on the screen and you just are something there and this was one of those performances it doesn't happen very often but it really really was good I, I didn't really believe the hype honestly but the hype as in he won an Oscar he was the first um, black male to ever win leading actor Oscar and he won it in this film and I didn't believe that hype for some reason I don't know because when you look at the cover like I Catholic nuns, you know, what movie could possibly, you know, Catholic nuns, a man built, who man builds a church for Catholic nuns. Okay. You know what? I think I can skip that one, but no, it actually was really good. So I, oh, I'm rating, I'm going to rate the, these movies too. I give that one an eight, eight out of 10, eight out of 10 is a really good rating for me. 10 out of 10 is there's only one of those. That's the perfect movie. Okay. That's 10 out of 10. And nine out of 10 is you're in the top 50 movies. Maybe a little less, actually, than 50. That, that, that's really good. And then 8 is yeah, and a really good movie. That's how I would say it. Really good movie. And 7 is a good movie. And 7 or above, I would recommend. 6 or below, I wouldn't recommend. So 7 is a good movie. 6 is like an average movie. Well, 6, I guess, was like an acceptable movie. 6 is like, okay, I didn't hate this. 5 is average movie. Obviously. And it goes down to there. 
you know, one is the worst, worst movie I've ever seen. One is just absolutely horrible. And then a zero, of course, is Blade Runner. Because Blade Runner is the absolute garbage. The most garbage film in the entire film world. Like, there is no more worse film made. It's Blade Runner is the bottom. Believe me. Just don't even try to watch it. Just believe me. Believe me on that. Okay, so that's enough. That's enough. For one day. Thanks for listening. Um, all, uh, of course, you can always you can find me on uh, Instagram at Armstrong Sims, Twitter at Armstrong Sims. Email us questions, please. We got an email, but it was no question in it. it. Said I listened to the whole podcast, is what it said! Exclamation point, as if that was some achievement, which it is. Okay, um, please email us your questions at Armstrong Sims Show at gmail.com. And please send me your toughest questions, you know. Embarrass me. Embarrass me on my show. I can take it. Don't send softball questions. Okay. Give us a five-star rating on Apple. Apple Podcasts also. Okay. Goodbye.